The following is a presentation of Main Street Preps, your source for high school sports in Middle Tennessee. This is the Post-Exchange Sports Podcast, covering high school sports in Dixon and Cheatham Counties. Now here's your host, Casey Patrick. Thank you for tuning in to the first Post-Exchange Podcast. My name is Casey Patrick. I'm the local sports reporter for both the Dixon Post and the Cheatham County Exchange. Uh, I cover both high, excuse me, both counties and uh, and their high school sports. And this is going to be a little podcast we're going to do to try and keep up uh, with high school sports in the local area. Uh, and of course, this week is uh, it's a it's a big week for everybody in the area with Dixon County and Creekwood playing. It's week one on the football slate. Uh, Harpeth also has a game at Joe Burns. Uh, Montgomery Central will be traveling to Sycamore, and then uh, Cheatham County Central will host Glencliff. So. Uh, I've got four local games around here that we're going to try and keep up with, and uh, we're going to go over a few of them today, including the Creekwood-Dixon game. It's a huge event. It's uh, This will be the 13th season in a row that these two teams have played each other and started off the year with. Dixon County owns the overall record with the 7-5 and five over Creekwood, but Creekwood's won the last two. That's one thing that after talking with Coach Steele last week, after their scrimmage, uh, Jamboree at Columbia Central, uh, Coach Steele had said that uh, he thinks that he and his team, as far as the players and the coaches, have worked really hard to establish a culture over there. And I think he still feels kind of disrespected. He, he'd like a little bit more uh, respect and notoriety from uh, everyone in the area. So uh, he's looking for his third straight win over Dixon County as well. Last year, the game ended 28-21, but Creekwood had a four-touchdown lead and was shutting out Dixon County until the Cougars roared back late at the, late in the game. Uh, of course, uh, Coach Steele, he said uh, he, he was really proud of his boys that night because uh, they had kind of stopped the comeback effort. And, of course, that was Coach Greg Burns' first game as a Dixon County head coach. Burns is in his second season now at, uh, at Dixon County. After last season, that they received a win over McGavick, uh, but did not, actually, did not actually win any games that they played. So Burns is going to be looking for his first real win. And last week he was at that same jamboree with Creekwood. And uh, and his team was able to roll off pretty good. And, and they defeated uh, a very, very good, <clears throat> excuse me, uh, Columbia, Columbia team. I believe they played. And they beat them 35-14 to 14 in two 12-minute quarters. So his offense is finally up and running. Of course, Burns, the offensive coordinator from Independence, is hoping that he can get his offense going this year. And that's the name of the game for him. He he wants to be able to score points and put up some points and help out his defense. Whereas for Creekwood, you're probably looking at a very different kind of game. They're more about time possession on offense and defensively forcing a tempo and and controlling the clock. Uh, The front seven for Creekwood has been uh, very, very good so far throughout camp. And... uh, to be quite honest, going into this first game, I, I don't see a reason why they wouldn't continue that. Dixon County, up until their last uh, last game in the Jamboree against Spring Hill, that's who it was. <laughs> kind of got lost there for a minute. But Dixon County defeated Spring Hill 35-14. to And up until that game, Dixon County's offensive line had looked a little bit suspect. So uh, Creekwood's going to definitely look to take advantage of that. 
with a strong front seven on defense. But as usual, this game's going to be one in the trenches. Uh, most games are at just about every level. Uh, it's not a cliche. It's just really how things work. Dixon's going to have to hold off the Creekwood front seven, and it's going to be the same the other way around. Creekwood's offensive line has played really well so far in camp, but it's still a really, really young team. And quarterback Jacob Stevens is taking his first snaps as the main starter for the Red Hawk offense. Now, Stevens has done well, and he's an athletic kid. He plays baseball, too. He was a big part of their success this year. And Stevens knows exactly what the Creekwood coaches expect out of him. He's had plenty of playing time, just not at the quarterback position. This year, Jacob Stevens will take all of the first-team reps, uh, and they're going to look to continue running the offense through him, just like they have uh, with Elijah Donaldson in years past. Uh, one thing that is a little bit different this year than the past few years is uh, they have a, a returning receiver by the name of Jamison Ford, who last year played but missed a few games, and this year has been out most of the preseason, but just returned last week at the Jamboree. He's a big body. He can go up. He can make catches, but that's not really the Creekwood offense. He does give them a game-breaker skill set, but as I said, Creekwood is going to look to run the ball. They love to run the ball. They run uh, what you would kind of call a wing T type of an offense, uh, with options and, and several misdirections left and right. They're, they're trying to find holes and, and get a few yards and control the clock. Uh, Michael Harris is going to be the main man back there carrying the ball. He had nine carries for 55 yards against Columbia Central last Friday in their jamboree win of six to nothing over uh, Columbia Central. And he's going to get a fair amount of carries again this year. Last year, Creekwood had Brandon Porter to kind of take some of the heat off of Harris, and, and Porter's speed uh, did help. But this year, Harris is going to be the main guy with DeMonte Evans as well. Elijah Donaldson's little brother, Ethan Donaldson, has made a few catches, and he's uh, carried the ball a few times in the preseason scrimmages, so he may look to get a couple carries as well. Now for Dixon on offense, their quarterback is Colby Lamberth, who uh, before the season began was – uh, he was allowed to play. He was allowed to play by the TWSAA after transferring last season. Lambert is a big kid. Uh, he's a lot. He's a lot taller than most of the other kids on the field. He's got a strong arm. He's got a little bit of athleticism, so he can get away from initial pressure and throws a really good ball. He's got some weapons around him: and Tony Hampton, Jesse Stewart, uh, Don Dunning, and Clint Schrader. Uh, there's another kid on this team, though, uh, DeMarcus Springer. Uh, he's a very young man, and uh, he may not get a lot of touches, but when he does, he's electrifying. The only problem with the Dixon County offense is, like I said, the aforementioned offensive line, which has been a little bit suspect so far this year. Now, if the Dixon County offensive line can show up and give Lambert just a little bit of time, their offense should be able to run a little bit better, obviously, than it did last year. But as far as Dixon against Creekwood, I think Dixon can play a really, really good game, and it's still going to be hard for them to score on this Creekwood, Creekwood defense. It's a very strong Creekwood defense and an offense that you really just have a hard time stopping because all they want is three or four yards. They want to control the ball. They want to control the clock. If I had to guess, I would say Creekwood probably wins, probably by 10 points, maybe 13 Look for something like a 20-10 to 10 type game for Creekwood. 
They may give up a touchdown. I'm, I'm assuming, I'm thinking Lambeth may find him an open pass and hit it for a touchdown. Austin Morris, the Dixon County kicker, was attempting some kicks from 60 yards the other day uh, during a preseason scrimmage. Now, he, he didn't make any of them, but he's got the leg. Uh, he, I assume he'll probably make a field goal. Dixon County will score a touchdown at some point, but Creekwood overall is just going to control the ball and control the clock. I take Creekwood to win. Uh, I'll say 20 to 10. Now, uh, other than that, uh, of course, uh, moving on into the Cheatham County teams, uh, Harpeth will be traveling all the way to Joe Burns. Last year, Joe Burns came to Harpeth, and Joe Burns won that game 21 to 6. But Harpeth went on to finish 3 and 7 last year, even though that was good enough to get into the playoffs. They've lost quite a bit of their senior talent. This year, Logan Johnston looked to be the starting quarterback returning, but he wasn't listed on the roster last time I looked, and he may not be with the team. Hayden Hayden Penrod, excuse me, Hayden Penrod has been taking snaps at quarterback, and the sophomore, he might be the starter going into the season. Good thing for them, they've got a senior running back in Lionel Marquardt who will probably get about 20 carries a game. They've only got three seniors on this team between him, Aiden Cook, and Adam Bateman, but they will lean heavily on all three seniors. Going up against Joe Burns, they're going to look to get the win and, and get a little bit of revenge on Joe Burns from last year, but Harpeth does have a very young team. Uh, the last, let's see, oh, excuse me, Montgomery Central, uh, they, they will be traveling to Sycamore, the Sycamore War Eagles. Uh, last time they met was two years ago. Montgomery Central won that game 35-14. to 14. So this will be the first time that they've met, and it will be John Harrison's first game as head coach for the War Eagles. Harrison, who was an assistant coach at Springfield, brings a winning culture with him. And the kids, they've really responded well to it. Uh, you can see them in practice, and uh, they're having fun, and, and they, feel like, uh, they feel like they've improved as a team. Harrison's the type of guy who comes in with a lot of football knowledge and can certainly help turn the program around, but... Uh, of course, you got to take one step at a time. They're trying to figure out who their starting quarterback is going to be between uh, Brandon Pennington and Noah Webb. Uh, both have been taking snaps, and it's gonna that's going to be something to look for in week one for the War Eagle offense. Uh, other than that, uh, defensively, uh, the War Eagle defense will have to go up against that Montgomery Central offense, which is a lot like the Creekwood offense, wing T, a lot of uh, – a lot of misdirection and, and option offense. It, it's kind of hard to do. It's all about discipline. But uh, KC Littlejohn, who is the Sycamore defensive coordinator, uh, he should have his guys ready. He's he's used to seeing offenses like that. So we'll look to see how the War Eagles can respond after going one and eight last year, um, and John Hall's excuse me Mark Hall's one and only season as a Sycamore head coach. Uh, again, with him being gone, they brought in Harrison, and good luck to Harrison. I, I, I'd like to see him do well. And then uh, we have Glencliff, who is traveling to Cheatham County Central High School. Now, last year, Cheatham County, they went 0-10. Glencliff went 0-7. One of these teams is going to get its first win in two years. Now, it, it is their first meeting ever between the two teams, but the Cubs have looked really improved so far in the offseason. They are down a key piece in Patrick Kelly, who was the sophomore-to-be quarterback, starting quarterback for Gary Halstead's new offense. 
Last year, Cooper Owen, who is a senior this year, has was the quarterback, and he's been since moved to running back, but packed the quarterback with the injury to Kelly. They've done well so far in preseason with running the ball, blocking up front, and playing much improved defense, including a 12-6 loss last week in a jamboree. And they will be looking, uh, like I said, it, Halstead will be looking for his first win since arriving at Cheatham County Central. Uh, but after hearing some of the good words coming out of practice and seeing a, a, a few plays of my, uh, see, excuse me, seeing a few plays with my own eyes, I, I do think Cheatham County is much improved this year. And uh, again, just like uh, Harrison and, and, and at Sycamore and the young guys at Harpeth, I would like to see them come out of the gate strong. Now, other than that, it's not just football season. We all love football. Don't get me wrong. I love football. You love football. That's why you're listening. But it's also volleyball, soccer, and golf season. Well, we've got a little bit of uh, info. Uh, Dixon County will actually be, I believe, traveling to Harpeth uh, Thursday, August 19th, I believe. Yes, Thursday, August 19th. So uh, if you're in the area, that may be an opportunity to go catch the Cougars and the Lady Indians. Uh, Harbith, of course, the 2019 uh, TWSLA State appearance, um, and they actually beat Waverly 3-1 to one, uh, earlier this week. Dixon County has also started off its volleyball season, and they will be looking, again, you got two programs. They're going to face off Thursday, two top-tier programs, really good programs. So that should be a fun game. For Dixon County, the Lady Cougars soccer season will begin August 26th against Cheatham County Central. Uh, that should be a fun game for the Lady Cougars. Uh, they will be honoring the first team and its first coaches from 1991. Uh, coaches Wade Daniel and Jay Palace, who if you've ever been around the Dixon County uh, athletics programs, uh, you probably know who both of them are. They were the first two coaches, and they will be honoring them along with the first team. The Lady Cubs, I'm not sure if that is their game one or not, but it should be a good early season test against a very strong Dixon County team. As far as volleyball goes, and this is really the only upcoming, uh, the only other upcoming game that I see that's really caught my attention, is Thursday at Sycamore, they will be hosting the Creekwood Lady Redhawks. Now Sycamore coach Hunter, Larry Hunter, uh, he's got a very young team and he's having to deal with a few injuries, but uh, he, he's got some talent and he likes his talent. Creekwood coach Jeremy Baker returns yet again, and all he does is show up with talent at every volleyball event they play. So going to be fun to see who comes out of, who comes out on top in that contest between two very strong teams. Now, uh, just to wrap up, uh, again, Friday night, that's the big event. And it doesn't matter which team you like. Everybody's back to action Friday night. Uh, whether it's Cheatham, Sycamore, or Harpeth, you can find you a team somewhere in, in the Cheatham County area to go to. Or if you're close enough to Charlotte, Dixon County's making its way uh, down Highway 70 to go see the Red Hawks. And it's my favorite game of the year. I get to see a lot of people that I know. And I get to see a lot of a lot of teachers and coaches that I've been around for a very long time. I graduated from Dixon in 2010. So it's a wonderful event for me. I like it. Of course, those are selfish reasons. But we have a lot of people that show up to those games anyway. Uh, just because it is such a big event. 
Now, of course, the, the student sections for Dixon and Creekwood will be stretched on either side of the field. So they're going to try and keep the kids away from each other, which is probably a good idea. The Dixon County student section will be closer to, uh, I believe it's called Hunter Road. It, it's the little road that connects Creekwood uh, with, with the back road uh, over there on um, Rock Church. And then the Creekwood student section will be on the flagpole side, closer towards the baseball field. Now, of course, tickets uh, are on sale right now uh, at GoFan. They they may be sold out. If if they're not sold out, you better get there quickly and get your ticket so you can go. And uh, overall, I'm just very, very interested to see uh, what can happen. I, I will say honestly, and I try not to be too opinionated, but honestly, a few weeks ago, I was afraid Creekwood would be uh, – uh, Creekwood would be – taken away they'd have this game taken away because of covid and everything else that's come up but but hopefully hopefully we can get to friday with no issues uh i would love to see both teams at 100 uh, so we can get the best game that we possibly can again this is casey patrick for the post exchange podcast uh, you can find me at cvp51 on twitter and uh please feel free if, if you've got anything you want to say feel free reach out talk to me let me know uh, i'll talk about anything on here doesn't bother me a bit thank you for listening in you've been listening to the post exchange podcast your source for high school sports in dixon and cheatham counties with your host casey patrick For more on high school sports in Middle Tennessee, visit MainStreetPreps.com.